The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Off-season Players Lounge. Let's ride. Let's do it. Let's do it. Danny McRae is here. Heckma Harrison is here. Barry Church is here. I am Newey Scruggs. Let's get into Cowboys topics here. As we are now on year 27, Dallas Cowboys not participating in the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, no, now we're year 28. Year 28. Bro, I ain't come out like that, though. We done had two shows since the Super Bowl came on. Now he was, okay, all right, yeah, no, okay. I'm actually, oh, man. I'm actually working on a column, commentary right now, and I'm just like, you know, we and, and, and it, it was inspired by you guys here and the Hopium. The Hopium. The Hopium. It's a dangerous drug. I'm fresh man. out. You out of there? Fresh out. Oh, you out of Hopium? I'm hope. fresh out. Oh, your oh. refill, your refill will come in. <laughs> it's all year. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. It comes. Yeah, yeah. It comes at draft time. Yeah. Right draft time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, saw, oh, I get like, the like, it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, shut up. I got, I got these cheese. Man. Yeah. <laughs> God. Give me that draft hit. It is. Thursday night. Thursday night. Give it to me Thursday. Thursday at 6 before the draft. Draft starts like, hit me. Hit me. Oh, Don't nobody draft like the Cowboys. The Cowboys top three draft the team. But, yes. Then I just said, you know, okay, so all season, fans are frustrated. You know, fans are frustrated. And, and you know, we're about to enter to the combine. And then we're getting ready for the draft. We, mm-hmm. we're, all, we're all going back in. Yeah. We're all going back in. Free agency, we're we going to be right there. J- Jerry's got this thing down, man. We're back there. So No, no, stop saying we. Um, mm. mo- most of us. Okay, all right. The yeah. fan base. Yeah, okay, yeah, the, the fan, fan base. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like the that. The fan base. The fan base. So, like, the fan base is going to go right back in. You say you quitting. You know, it's like the people that said, you know, well, I'm not watching the NFL, but kneeling. Uh, record ratings. <laughs> Skyrocketed. <laughs> oh, so you you didn't watch, huh? So you ain't watching. Okay, there you go. Everybody, everybody watch. Everybody watch. So, so yes, yes. Um, and amongst that, that, that hopium, Last night, I wanted to get you guys' thoughts. Okay. Because Jerry talked about drafting a quarterback out in Mobile, the Senior Bowl in Alabama. He mentioned that Max Duggan of TCU was the most impressive quarterback he saw down there. I talked to Max last night at the Davey O'Brien Award. So, gentlemen, the Cowboys happen to use a pick on Max Duggan. Go around the room, start with you, Church. Thoughts? It depends on what round we're talking. Like, Max Duggan, you know, he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. If we're talking, you know, maybe second, third day, you know, fourth through seventh round, I'm okay with that. I'm so all right with three? that. Day three? Day okay, three. I'm okay with day three. But, you know, a top three rounds on uh, Max Duggan, I just – I'm not a huge fan of that. And I understand, like, look, I think he's going to be – he's going to go down as one of the better college quarterbacks in the game. I just don't see – his game translating to the pros like that. And, you know, we've seen it happen time and time again. You know, you see a Tebow out there. Not saying he's Tebow. I think he's a better passer than Tebow. But we've seen how, you know, great college quarterbacks don't necessarily translate to good NFL quarterbacks. Something and like Baker? Like, like, you know, I don't even think he's that good. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> you can't put him there. I, I can't put yeah, him there. I'm not just saying, yeah, so Baker, Baker. Went there. <laughs> so, so, I'm, you know, I'm a fan of fourth through seventh, third day. We can, you know, spend a pick on him. You know, maybe, you know, get Will and those guys to develop him a little bit. But as far as, you know, a day one or day two, I'm not a huge fan of that. I was hoping you wasn't going with that crazy article by Mike Fisher about C.J. Stroud, which I thought was good. Just oh. was, they had a nerd to put that on. Uh, what was that on? Pro today? football. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. 
that's, I mean, that's crazy. I'm, but I'm not – look, not entertaining that. I'm going to where you're going with Doug. And, I mean, if you think about where we were with backup quarterbacks, Will Greer, Cooper Rush, uh, he would fall in line as somebody that would be behind Dak. So, I, I, I'm, I'm with uh, BC on that, you know, third, third day guy. You know, mm-hmm. as far mm-hmm. as drafting uh, him. And I think that's where everybody ideally has him anyway. Um, I don't think no one's jumping out the cake to, for him to be first round, second round talent uh, level. At least I don't think so. Not, not that I've heard. Um, but we see how valuable a backup quarterback uh, can be to this organization. And I, look, man, Cooper Rush. I ain't done on Cooper Rush. <laughs> you know, we might we might have to make some offers there to Cooper yeah. Rush, not let him up out of here. I'll wait for somebody to say that because I'm that's like, fair. we talking about Duncan. We act like this man did come in and go undefeated. He did. He came in and did exactly what he was asked to do. He protected the ball, and he held his team together while Dak Prescott was out. Four and one is a starter. Now, Max Duncan, all right? Max <laughs> I'm just telling you. I right, listen, and we've seen like we've seen it happen over and over again, especially with these Cinderella teams. Mm-hmm. You've seen guys who play on these Cinderella teams, and they go throughout the season, they have amazing seasons, and then when they get against the top competition, the competition that you're likely going to see in the NFL as a whole, when you play against a Georgia who has a team full of that NFL type competition, then you see what the true what the true story is with a guy like that. Yeah. Now. Can it just be that TCU was outmatched, you know, from top to bottom, and then he didn't really have much to play with? Absolutely. That is that is absolutely <laughs> yeah. one of the possibilities. That was true. Yes, yes. That is you absolutely that was, yeah. You were in attendance. Not, you saw that. Great team, varsity yeah. team. Yeah. I know. So that is that. So, but when you think about drafting a guy like that, you have to also remember that 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 is the case. The guy was playing. When he was playing in the Big Twelve against, you know, no offense to the Big Twelve, but it's, it's Big Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> they lost to the Kansas they State. They enough. lost. They lost to Kansas State over there. But when he <laughs> so when he got MVP playing, what comes? Oh. He started SEC. He got he got the brakes blew off of him by. Uh, oh no, Super MVP. My bad. I'm talking about Jalen. I'm finna get on my. Jaylen. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, false start. <laughs> <laughs> Regroup, regroup. Hold on. He talking about Texas Tech. Anyways, yeah. Got two of them. Come on, man. And I'll say this about Pat. What round did Patrick Mahomes get drafted in? First. So what we you already said he's not going in the first round. But you just said Big Twelve, like like the Big Twelve. No, no, no. The Big Twelve now. How many teams they got? The Big Twelve now. (laughs) All right. When you talk about the competition that they played against when they played against the SEC team, is not the same. Not even close. So. And I bring this so, up. Oh, second, third day guy. So I, let me okay. yeah, third day. So so I brought it up because it reminded me <laughs> of, Dak, of Dak Prescott from the standpoint. Undrafted. Dak Prescott. No, no. Purdy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so you say that, his name was mentioned at the press conference of Max, Max Duggan to say, hey, look, you know what? You got Skylar Thompson out here who was out here playing games. You got Brock Purdy. Does that give you hope? And it made me think about Dak Prescott going to the Senior Bowl, who won the Senior Bowl MVP, even though the most hyped player was Carson Wentz and, and Jason Garrett and the Cowboys coaching staff coached him. But we saw and heard some of those same type of things. But the thing you kept hearing about Dak Prescott that I heard about Max Duggan was he was a, a leader of men, a, a, the kind of guy that people feel is coachable. Uh, another quarterback I want to throw out there as we start to go into this whole you know, premise of Cooper Rush, free agent, uh, Will Greer, who knows? Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. I liked him. Having a really good year till he got hurt. All the things you hear about just good leader of men. So thoughts about the kid from Tennessee. I like him. You know, that, that was number five, right? 
Yeah, yeah he, he has a huge arm. I seen that guy when we was playing against, uh, I want to say Alabama. They were playing against I Alabama. was at your crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching that in my crib, man. The dude just, you know, flick of a wrist, kind of like Aaron Rodgers, where he can flick the wrist and just go on 60-some yards. Now, I think he's a raw talent. You know, I think he still exactly got some. Yeah, I think he still has some things to develop as far as reading defenses and you know going through progressions and when it's not there, you know, check it down, all that good stuff. But as far as talent goes, I think he has it all. I think he has a boat love. It has a strong arm. He's athletic out there, so he can buy time for his receivers. He can also run the ball as well. So I think that would be a more interesting prospect than Max Duggan going into the backup scenario because I feel like Max Duggan is basically a little bit more athletic than Cooper Rush. That's just my opinion on it. But if you bring a guy like Herndon in here. Still, maybe a second, third day type of guy. I think he can develop him. Yeah, day two guy. guy. I think you can develop him, and he could be a solid backup, you know, for Dak Prescott if they were to go that route. Yeah, I like him. Uh, I like for all the reasons that you just just said, especially the the arm strength, um, as you stated. It's really hard to evaluate college quarterbacks these days because of the systems that they play in. They just don't ask a lot of them as far as what Mm -hmm. you said about reading defenses. So you don't know. Uh, Guys are throwing to an area versus throwing guys open, and that's the difference in the NFL. Uh, But I like the prospect of it. You know, for me, um, I I just returned back to, you know, Dak and his maturation as a quarterback through the league. Those were some of the things that we were asking about him. You know, reading defenses, uh, just footwork, all of those things as well. So those are some of the – because I didn't study him that way to even know, does he have those things? Can he read defenses? Does he have the great great mechanics, velocity on his ball, uh, what have you? But, yeah, I like him. I, I like him. I don't have a whole lot of negative things to say about him. Yeah, one, one thing about Dak, uh, and this goes back to my other point, Dak played in the SEC, and Dak showed some athleticism that matched teams like LSU, teams like Alabama. When he went to Mississippi State that year – them dudes was out there playing crazy ball. Well, he was like, no, nah, we ain't never seen no Mississippi State guy play like this. Mm-hmm. All right? So, playing against that type of competition. Same thing with the guy from Tennessee. Yeah. Who is he playing against? When you talk about being able to recover, just being able to do certain things, when you're playing against a Nick Saban coach defense, then you have to assume that's probably the closest that you're going to get as far as scheme-wise as playing against the NFL type of game. He had a hell of a game. He did. He, did. <laughs> he played a hell of a game. So when you're just looking at the type of competition that they play against and the athleticism, I'm absolutely going way higher on, on him than I am going with Max Duggan. That's no shot at Max Duggan. He did what he what, what he was supposed to do at uh, TCU. It actually elevated and went way above that. But if I'm picking and I'm being honest about the potential and the experience that you had throughout college that, that shows the proof of what you can be in the league and how ready you can be, I'm looking at – I'm looking at the SEC guy. Perfect, perfect. This is good. This is good because it's just leading me along. So we know Jerry Jones is not going to use a first-round draft pick on a quarterback. We know this. He's only done it once. This is the first ever pick they made, Troy Aikman, 1989. Haven't done it since. So when you talk about the quarterback position, and Jerry took, spoke you know, in Alabama, you know, we need to take one each year. Hendon Hooker is going to be a day-two guy, round two or three. Yeah. Duggan, most likely, Four, could maybe slip into three. Are you comfortable using your second or third round pick on a quarterback, Danny, for Hendon Hooker? Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. What you got? Who's my first round pick? Is it the offensive lineman that I need? Let's just say it defensive is. Defensive lineman you defensive need? Defensive lineman, let's say it's one of those. Linebacker you need? Look, if, it's a, if, if we get an offensive lineman, if we get an offensive lineman, I'm okay with that. But I'm going to still sit here, like I continue to say, every year, and we hit on Tyler Smith, thank goodness. But now we still got other guys 
who we have question marks with, right? And like, like you go back to the years, and you want to be Jason Garrett and all that stuff. You go back to the years where we were feared as a football team is when we had the offensive line that had Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, uh, Travis Frederick. We had those guys. That's when teams were like, man, I don't want to line up against them dudes. And you were a running team. Yeah, your, yeah. your head coach is your, we, your head coach now is not a running. Well, well we got we got back bad. to running the ball more last year than we have since G- Jason Garrett was out. Can we agree on that? When when he was like, hey man, we need to run the ball more with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, we was averaging almost 20, 20 carries, well, twenty to twenty five rushes a game. But he's overall he's about passing the ball. Yeah, yeah. So that that's we need a, we still need the offensive lineman to pass block and run block. Okay, heck, you're, you're shot. Well, I, you know what, Nui? I've been around you now for an entire year, and I know when you're laying <laughs> breadcrumbs. And this is a breadcrumb moment right now for you, and I just don't want to follow uh, where you're taking me. Uh, because, look, no, the answer's no. The answer's no. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable there. there the, need, the need is too much in other areas to take a quarterback mm-hmm. in, in the second round. I, you, have to, you have to get a linebacker. You have to get a defensive lineman. They're just you have to uh, offensive lineman. I, there's positional need. Wide receiver. We're back. All right. We got to make a good decision. Not a guy that developed. We don't need no red shirts. No red shirts this year. So this you, is well, this is hit the ground running year for everybody to come in. This so, is unfair, bro, because we ain't even go over free agency or nothing. Like uh, now I'm sitting there thinking, like, what do we get in free agency? Like, like who's on the team by the time the draft comes, right? <laughs> look at what who's on did, the squad? Just sprinkle. He just skipped the whole free agency no, process. It's okay. I'm not, all the way to draft. I wanted to stop it for so, y'all, dog. Hey, 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 I'm glad you said it. I'm like, you know what? I ain't even think about what, who, who's still on the squad at that time. I've got, I've got an ending to this. What, what, yeah, of course. You. Oh, the, the answer is heck no. I mean, you, I would not. No, her and no. I mean, like like uh, my boy Heck said, I mean, there's too many needs that we got to have out there. What are we going to do at corner? Right now, we got a guy coming off of a broken foot and a free agent who tours AC, or Achilles and Anthony Brown. So outside of Diggs, you know, who we got at corner? I think we need to do something at corner. Like you said, linebacker got some guys in the trenches that we need to resolve out yeah. there. What are we going to do at safety? I know we got um, who's it Hooker and Kerr still under contract. I think they got one more year left right. in their deals. Wilson's a free agent. Wilson's a free agent. I yeah. mean, there's there's a lot of guys that we need to take care of, or guys that we need to bring in to fill those things. See, I don't think we need. That's what, we got Cooper Rush. That's what, what see. That's what happens. That's what happened with the Cowboys because we don't go out and we don't make those big free agency moves that we like. We got to get it all in the draft. You know, we can in free agency some of those those pieces that we need. We can mm-hmm. go get them. We see Philly go get Indomitian Sue in the middle of Missy's, the next season. Yeah, like there are people. There are people that you can go get outside of the draft. You can bring a big-time free agent in here and have them ready to go and, and make that be one of the biggest free agent moves ever. How, when the last time you seen the Cowboys do that outside of Amari Cooper? Brandon Carr, but that was years ago. No, uh, yeah, Mar- uh, well, they made that yeah. trade for this Amari century. Cooper. He flipped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven just, and Jerry going to put that money I'm out I'm just saying, though, but you, but you don't them. see it. But you can, which sometimes you hope. You're like, man, there's some guys out there we can, you know, that if they were on this team, I think we'd be a lot better. Come on, pull the curtain back. What you yeah, got? please. We wait. <laughs> I feel like you wrote this down. He's like, <laughs> no, we, we're following right into yeah. it. Yeah. Come on. Howie Roseman used the second-round pick on Jalen Hurts, and everyone was killing him in Philadelphia, and he was killed amongst draft nicks of what are you doing? You've got Carson Wentz. You've paid him all this money. Here's your guy. And they said, you know what? Here's a quarterback, and, and we think he can do something here. I was skeptical. I was skeptical. A lot of people were skeptical. Um, So the whole thought about having a quarterback, and Jerry's already put this out here, I do wonder, 
Where do they go? What do they decide to do? We know it won't happen in round one, but I am very curious to think about what it is they decide to do. And when I just think of quarterbacks here, haven't I've not dived into it deeply. Um, I don't need to think about the first round, guys, because I know that's not going to happen here. But when you talk about a Hendon Hooker, and just the points you made about him, hey, this is a guy who was doing it in the SEC who, you, you, who was a Heisman Trophy candidate. If he doesn't get hurt, that brother could have won it. Yeah. He, he, he was playing some outstanding football here. Um, Max Duggan, the guy that Jerry spoke about. So, you know, when Jerry's talking about people, he, he's actually paying attention. That Maybe that's where they go. Yes, Cooper Rush could come back. It's going to cost you a little bit. Will Greer, I still think Will Greer has has potential to play here. Mm-hmm. And if they can develop Cooper Rush, I, I'd like to think they could keep developing Will Greer. But it's something to me in a 17-game season now, with Dak Prescott and this other quarterbacks across this league, you must be working on the quarterback. Oh, it's like recruiting now. Eh? Oh, ABC always be recruiting, always be drafting the quarterback, and the Cowboys say they want to jump on board with that. So. I will say this, I, you know, I'm not opposed to putting somebody behind Prescott just to put a little pressure on him. Just a little. And you seen what we did to that defense? Just for right? the competition. Just for the competition it. alone. Yeah. That that draft year when Quinn came in, we got you know 11 draft picks all on defense, all and right. they you know you seen what happened with that. So I'm not opposed to you know putting just a little bit of pressure on him just to make sure his game is on point. Third round. Okay. There I'm okay is. with third there round. All right. Let's get a break in here. Let's get a break in here. Uh, today, you can start franchising, guys. Mm. We'll go around the room. Who would you franchise if you were talking to Jerry Jones? Your recommendation. I want an executive, executive, educational recommendation for who you use the draft, uh, a draft pick, but the franchise tag on with Danny McCray, Heckma Harris, Barry Church, and New East Coast. The players are brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com Radio. With Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
The 2023 Monster Energy AMA Supercross Championship returns to AT&T Stadium on February 25th, 2023. Don't miss out on the premier qualifying round for the Supercross Future AMA Nationals Championship. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Hackman Harrison. Thank you for the read. Yes, sir. Uh, Danny McCray, Barry Church, Nui Scruggs, Players Lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos. All right, uh, today, first day, you can start franchise tagging, guys. Start with you, Mr. McCray. Who is the one player you would put the tag on if you were making a recommendation to one Gerald Wayne Jones, the owner of the team? Is this the assumption that like I have to I have to make a recommendation? <laughs> yes, you have to. <laughs> you got to. Like you I got gotta to. pick somebody. No, you, your, your, your recommendation could be nothing. Yeah, I mean it's about the record. Your your recommendation is whatever. You are the consultant for Jerry Jones, so you make whatever recommendation you want to, sir. Man, if I'm consulting with Jerry Jones, I'm gonna say this here. You, I feel like the only option you got if you if you're gonna franchise somebody is Tony Pollard. But if you do that. You better make dang sure that you get a deal done before you pay him that, that franchise tag money. Just give get him a deal. Short, don't have to be five years, don't have to break the bank. If, if you're sure that you can get something like that, then yeah. But I just don't know, man. And I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm former player, so I don't want to hate on the running backs, but that stuff they were saying about running backs and how long they last. It's true. I think it's true. Mm-hmm. He's coming off a, a gruesome injury <laughs> too. He's coming off an injury. It's true. So as, as good as that, as good as a running back can be in the first two, three years, you know <laughs> that year four, year five, that you're gonna have a, a significant drop off, and it's gonna be another guy who's coming in who you're gonna have to look at and paying paying as well. So if I had to do one, Tony Pollard, but right now I'm like I don't know, man. I need to know how what it what's the return look like. You know, I'm going to base this off of past behavior uh, of the Cowboys in the franchise tag. They have tagged the wrong guys cons- just continuously uh, or not worked out a deal instead of giving the guy a franchise tag. And for me, if I'm talking to Jerry Jones and I speak the King's lang- language fluently, but I would say I wouldn't give not now, nutter. <laughs> not now, nutter franchise tag would yes. be an issue yes. this year or anytime soon, unless it, we're talking about the big briefcase. Now, he will get <laughs> franchise tag because yeah. he's not going anywhere That's if fact. we can't work this out. But any of these other guys, I mean, even with Tony Pollard, what I would do is I would try to treat it as though Tony Pollard didn't have the injury. I would allow him to test the market to see what's out there because teams are going to be able to dictate that to you. All right, so allow him uh, that courtesy. But I would, man, I wouldn't be in a situation, especially not for safety. Fourteen million, dollars. fourteen and a half, twenty million dollars at linebacker. There's no way. I, I, there's no way. The only, I wouldn't one, do the it. only one you can do is ten. That's it. <laughs> That's and, it. And the salary cap went up, and you still might. Have. And that would be last resort oh, for me. That yeah. would be like. The eleventh hour, this, and, and this and that's gonna help Zeke with his uh with his contract. Yeah, this gonna help like well, man. What, so what are we doing? <laughs> uh, look, look, I'm with, I'm with you heck on this one. I, I'm not passing any out. I'm not passing any out, especially after the numbers I done seen. When you got linebackers hitting 20, you know, safety's four and a, 14 and a half. I mean, those numbers are ridiculous <laughs> right now. So Crazy. I'm not franchise tagging anybody. You know, when it comes down to, to to Pollard, which is the only, you know, scenario where I would throw one out there if it was yeah. forced to. Look, I'm saying Pollard, man, I'm bringing Pollard back. And if, you know, if our guy, you know, Zeke isn't, isn't willing to take that cut, then got to let bygones be bygones. Let him hit the road. Because I feel like. 
depending on how well Tony can come back from this injury, which he's young. He's young. Yeah. I think he can bounce back. He'll still have that explosiveness. I think he's shown to everybody that he can be that bell cow back. I think he. I think those days of people thinking he can't take the beating, you only got to give him 15 touches per game, or you'll, you'll, you'll max him out. I think those thoughts are gone. I oh. think he's gotten mm. to the point. He I broke think, his, he yeah. broke him. He, 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 that was like a you know, he horse collar back. He was, it was a horse collar back, back okay. tackle. I mean, it was a, I think yeah. it was more of a fluke than a, than a, than a wear down injury. How many so, years you giving Tony? I give him four. Give him four years? Right. Four, 80 a year. With the franchise tag being 10? Yeah, he right. Five right. Five he's five talking about. Four for ten a year. Four for ten a year. Four for ten a year. There we go. There we go. He's trying to get him on the Walmart cheap. <laughs> Damn. Who yours is it? <laughs> Let's go Target prices. We're going Target prices. That man said four and eighty. So y'all think y'all think he's what gonna get it? more than that? Is it a franchise team? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So y'all think he's gonna get more than that on the market? He gonna have to. I think, I think he'll get more than that. Even with the he broken gonna, leg. He get at least Even 10. with the broken leg? Well, somebody yes. gonna tell him, man, he's he gonna be able to come back off that. Hey, you said it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't you know, uh-huh. he's young. But now he, yeah. he, he know, if he man. take eight, he better be calling somebody NFLPA because he's gonna be like, <laughs> Yes, indeed. Who was that trying to work their own deal? That, uh, Richard Sherman? Nah, you need to go. Nah, uh, tell that up. Me, that's it. They would PA wouldn't even let him do that. Ten. Let's do ten. Let's do young ten. man over the Dollar Tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> five and below. Oh, good Come meet Tony Pollard. You're a free agent. Five. This podcast agent. Very church. But hold on. The number 10.1, he going to be the lowest. But hold on, hold on, hold on. We're talking about a guy that definitely, you know, he wasn't a starter, though. We ain't saying like the guy was, you know, he had a great season. He, he had did. a great season. Pro bowler. But let's just say he was like he was, was a thousand, Did he get a thousand? No, nah, but I don't I still I am still it's still a question mark for me about the Bell Cow back. If you if you, like if you go to a running team, do you, this dude gonna take 20, 22 carries a game? But see, I don't think he would I think he would be more suitable in like a how McCaffrey is used in San Francisco right now. Kind of oh. like they pass him, run him a little bit, have somebody there to spell him as well. I think he would go to a team in that regard. But I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking eight ain't too bad. So, you know, eight ain't so too he bad. Pass, so he a pass catching guy. He out here and, and running and you know doing all that. He only get eight. I think, I think so. Because he's like Kamara. Salary cap went up to two. Is it two? How this much is one year though. Yeah. This ten, is one ten, year. Though. Ten, ten one for running back. But oh. what's the salary cap this year? How, uh, how much is that? It should be going? going up crazy. It though. did. It was like it two. Yeah. And, and the Cowboys are seven million projected seven million over the cap right now. So oh, let me tell you something. We are we already know. I've been saying. I've been telling you. Come on, we man! Already I, know. You already know you can save a lot. They they yeah. try they gonna try to save some with the you know what? Come on, go ahead. No, so so we're we're talking about Tony Pollard. If we're being just realistic and honest, he's a part time player. He's a really good part time player, but he's not a full time player, and his pass bro is not good. Would you say he's a Kamara? Or would you not even put him up there that much? No. Because you know Kamal splits with you know those guys in there. Not players. even the not same. Not no. Okay. Not at all. Because. No, man, Kamara's so dynamic as a pass catcher, running back and running the ball. I, I would look not to take anything away from Tony Pollard. This is what I'm saying. As far as the market is concerned, I think Jerry's already set the market at the running back position before you don't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. All right, you're not going to do it again. Do the it. biggest, the biggest decision that you have to make is on Ezekiel Elliott, and will he be here next year? Kansas City, all the teams that played in the playoffs, showed you the success 
to the running game. Bring in some three, some four, fifth round guys, even some undrafted free agent guys. They can get it done for you. But this whole notion of you got to have that one guy that can do it, like the Jacobs, the you know, I think all of those days are slowly dissipating until another team brings it back. And, and I don't look, see him. Let me tell you something. That that that, that CMC, uh, he a different guy. Christian McCaffrey is a different guy. Yeah. And I think on any team, his ability to Run the, run the ball between the tackles, catch the ball, and create, create mismatches. I think he's pretty much one of a kind. And, and he's been doing it long enough where you're like, oh, he ain't slowing down yet. And he deal with injuries and he still comes back. But when when San Fran got him, we was all like, ooh, we – that mm-hmm. that's it's about to be nasty over there in San Fran. I think Chris McCaffrey's like Chris such a different beast. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard good. to compare a lot of people to him and what he does, and also what what you just the point that you just made his durability. I think that's the biggest issue because of his talent level and him running outside. I think Shanahan last year he showed you that he even has to think differently about Christian McCaffrey and how he uses him instead of the kind of running scheme that he wants to use, which is pounded inside the tackles and CMC ain't that. Hey, why, why are we talking about McCaffrey? I just want to give a shout-out to the dunk contest winner. This man, I was watching oh, that thing. I said, oh, look at that. We got McCaffrey. Then we got my man come out here win the dunk contest. It was a big-time dunk. Y'all were hate on the guy. All three of them. I'm not, I'm not White hating White man them. can't jump. A remake coming out? No, he oh. absolutely. No, he – for I'll real. You watch the video. But his, <laughs> he, crushed he, he crushed it. He crushed it. He crushed it. But he it did. just – what it, it just pains me to see this – Old school. Oh, we know. <laughs> he just said, old I'm school. not watching the replay. He didn't give it a uh, shot. Old school. I'm good. I'm good. The dunk contest is just, man, dude, it's, it's horrible. They it's, mad at LeBron because he ain't do it. <laughs> they put it all I on him. I don't even want to see LeBron in the dunk not contest no more. anymore. I'm talking about you know? when, when he was young. They, no, he didn't do it when he was younger. He made all the stars not do it. No, that man, y'all going to hate on him anyway. All I'm going to do it. He's away for the reason to hate on LeBron. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, look, man, the All Star Game in general is is garbage. So yeah. it's it's it bad is. all the way around. All Star Weekend ain't though. Yeah. I bet it. <laughs> ain't. Yeah, yeah. I bet it ain't. About that either. <laughs> ain't lying about that either. Okay, all right, yeah. Chris McCaffrey is different. No, he is. He's very different. I don't think there's any comparison to what he is doing as far as a pass catcher and being able to run in between the tackles, outside uh, on stretches and uh, zone reads. Yeah. But his durability is an issue. And now Tony Pollard. Whoop, there it is. So let me throw this here. If they franchise Tony Parks $10.1 million, if he's making 10, we know you're going to have to cut Ezekiel Elliott's number down. What do you cut him down to? What is it? Is it 12? He's at 16, right? Yeah. right at 16. Oh! Yeah, he's high. What number? So, so you got 10. <laughs> so, so what are you going to put, put put Elliott down for? And we're going to combine the salary. So we got 10.1. And, and what are you going to pay Zeke? I'm not answering that question. I'm not going to count because it'll be outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not even going to say it. Just know it'll be a good yeah, Significant. Might go I was wrong, sir. He I might, told you. He might I work. told you. 16. 16. 16. Not 16. 12. You were thinking 12? Ain't nobody paying him 16 no, uh, no, 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 no. out there on the street. But man. I think he knows that. I think if, if if he has people around him that's really talking truth to him, I think he knows that those days of 16 are over and he ain't going to touch 16. And if he wants to stay here, he's going to have to take a significant cut. And it's going to be somewhere in the ballpark of – Of over half. Three to – yeah. I'm saying between, I'm saying over half. Yeah, yeah, over half. So three to five million is going to be his ballpark, and that's and that's going to take everything in him to say I'm going to stay here when I was just making sixteen. Now I'm making between well, three I'm and talking, five. Where would he go? I'm trying to think of teams off the top. That of need, like, like, a, like you know Arizona, they got James Conner, but they, you know I don't think James Conner is the back that Zeke is. Carolina, oh no, they got the two. They got the two uh, young bucks over Rams. there. The Rams, the Rams, the Rams, maybe one. Okay, yeah, I mean. 
That's, that's tough. That's a tough that's decision to make. Especially, I think I think the, the key thing is would be if the team definitely franchise tag Tony Pollard, then that would just mean the demise of – You have to, yeah. And the reason I bring that up, because if you pit Tony at 10 – and you say three to five as you brought up. Yeah. Do you, are you ready to devote thirteen to fifteen million dollars to mm. the running back position here? Mm. That's a lot of when bread. You, when you're not a running team, is, you, when you're not a running team, and you've seen the two teams in this year's Super Bowl win without elite running backs, having it doing it by a committee. We, we've seen the Chiefs do it that's by a committee. So, yeah. uh, we saw the Rams win the Super Bowl by committee. Um, that that's that's ultimately where I'm kind of getting to is how much money are you willing to invest in a position that you d- you have devalued by switching your head coaches and one player who's clearly the statistics show is no longer the player he used to be and another player is coming off an injury so we're talking maybe thirteen to fifteen million dollars on one guy coming off an injury another guy whose skills have steadily gone down. We comfortable with that, guys? Nah. Nah, not 13, but I'd be nervous to just kind of dismiss Zeke because we, we've seen how guys come back from injuries. Not saying that Pollard's, you know, um, leg injury is the same as Gallup's ACL, but, I mean, when Gallup came back, he, he was nowhere near the type of athlete he was before the ACL injury. So it's, it's so the answer, the answer is no, that yeah. you don't do that. And then I think if you handle your needs in the draft and you go out there and you get you a real good offensive lineman, you shore up and you return. A real to what? A real good what? Offensive lineman. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, and that, that gives you the leg up to say, all right, we may not need $13 million. We may can go get a fifth, sixth-round guy. Or I'm paying my head coach. He's the offensive coordinator. Let's figure out a way to get this done. Right. Like, what? It, it's teams around the league. Like you said, was it, was it Kadarius Tony? Is, is the guy you talking about? Uh, For, uh, nah, nah, P- Pacheco, Pacheco, Pacheco. Pacheco. Yeah. Pacheco. Pacheco. It can be done. Seventh they round. drafted yeah. a guy in the first round. My LSU guy, Edwards man, Larry. was a healthy scratch. Yeah, let's take a break. That hurt. Let's take a break. <laughs> you got to perform, man. When we come back, I want to go back into something you just said right there. Let's dive a little bit more into this running back situation because I definitely think Cowboy fan needs to try to think a little bit more outside the box when we start talking about numbers here. And there's other places you got to fill. Let's do it with Barry Church, Heckman Harrison. He's Danny McCrabney. We scores players. Brought to you by Tostitos right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. All right, D-Mac, this for you. Registration is now open for 2023 Dallas Cowboys Youth Football and Cheer Camps presented by Invisalign. Use promo code SPRINGBREAK23 for $25 off camp uh, $25 off camps on March 14th and 15th and take advantage of early bird pricing when you sign up for a, for summer camp by May 12th. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash camps. Heck, that is right. You better sign up because we only have three camps at AT&T Stadium this year. Mm. Two of them will be in March. So if Whoa. you want to see AT&T Stadium and you want to experience that uh, that football camp that we have on those fields, you better make sure you sign up for the spring break camp. Because you ain't going to get – you're not going to get another shot. <laughs> getting out of getting is good. Well, come on out DMs, here. Yeah. About, hey, man, let me, come nah, on, man. Like, we, I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got it. You heard it here. <laughs> I ain't got it. All right, I was checking out the uh, rushing numbers here. And um, 1 through 22. So so Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing 1,653 yards. And at 22, that's where Ezekiel Elliott comes in. By the way, Tony Pollard was 16th in rushing. Uh, 16 games, 1,007 yards, average 5.2 um, yards a carry. And his longest run was 57 yards. Looking right here, Elliott of the top 22 running backs, Elliott and Najee Harris were both tied when it came to average, 3.8 yards a carry. Um, What's Jacobs' average? Jacobs' average was 4.9. Mm, that's huge. He was 4.9. Nick Chubb was 5.1. Oh. Miles Sanders was 4.9. Travis Etienne was 5.1. Aaron Jones was 5.3. Um, he was splitting carries too. He like a Tony yeah, Pollard. They, 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 re, they rework, reworking his deal too. Yeah, yeah Tony Pollard five point two. Um, as far as just going back here and looking at um, Najee Harris, seventeen games, one thousand thirty four yards. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, fifteen games, eight hundred and seventy six yards. Of the top twenty two running backs, and you look at their longest carry. Zeke had the his long was twenty. Uh, his long was tied with Alvin Kamara for the lowest at twenty seven yards. Yeah. yeah. Don't even compare him to Najee Harris because I think that's a totally different situation. He was what they was working with with quarterback up there, too, yeah. and the defenses that they would would have to go against based off what, what was available to him. He had a foot injury all year long, so he was basically hurt from, from camp. And playing against a stack box with yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, This, what this is got. what I was talking about earlier in the season, all right, when it comes to Ezekiel Elliott, man. For all those young players, don't you go on that field if you feel an injury. Because right. what, we, what we talk about now in the offseason, oh, well, you know what? Those numbers dropped a little so, bit, so. Talking about not, it was Najee, right? Yeah. Who had the hurt foot? Najee, 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 Najee had the hurt foot. Yeah. Those numbers, ah, they they not averaging out yeah. the way they used to be. Ah, we gonna have to take some money on you. But when the season's around, are oh, you our warrior? You're the heartbeat of this you team. We need guy. you to go out there. And do. Don't worry about all that stuff in the offseason. We got you when you come back. 
Knee guys. Knee brace Make, sure, yeah, <laughs> Make sure you good before oh, you go on yeah. that field, man. The year man. before, because that yeah. count on Zeke when he, when, he had, when he had messed his knee now up. Now they're going to say two years in a row. Two years in a row. Oh, man, two, he, he's declined. I'm just saying. So going back into the, the, the when we talked about the numbers portion, potentially $15 million if you decide to franchise Pollard at 10, and let's say you give Elliott a contract that's 3 to $5 million, so it's 15 mm. You've seen the Super Bowl. You can win with a running back committee. Where the Cowboys messed up, I think we'll all agree, was that wide receiver committee last year didn't work. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to put some more dollars towards that. Would we agree? Hell yeah. You're going to have to pay CD. You already done paid Gallup. But you got guys who looking to come out and prove it. This. Me, I'm just going to continue to say, if Odell Beckham is heavy, I mean, is healthy, why not approve it deals what he's looking for? Why not give him that shot? If you're looking for guys to be difference makers on, on the squad. I mean, you, you ran out there with Michael Gallup uh, still trying to get his knee and, uh, and ankles right this year. Why not give OBJ a shot? If you're looking for, for free agent, because you know the dudes, they're not going to go make, well, pay saw, a bunch of money to get a guy. You saw ESPN had, had mentioned that, too. They're going to talk about best fits, and they put him in Dallas. But here's the question, Heck. Are you comfortable putting more dollars? I mean, first off, you got to put more dollars in. Is that where you want to go? But I just believe that you can't. I'm thinking running back dollars have to be less while receiving core has to be more. Be it Odell Beckham Jr., anybody, you've got to put more money in. I, I just don't approve going into the season like we did last year. I just I refuse to believe that anybody that had put their thinking cap on thought that they could go into a season with just CeeDee Lamb, uh, Dennis Houston, <clears throat> Simi Fajoko, and whoever else they were trying to run they up. They did the, it before. No, I understand. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. You, the result, again? Again. It, oh, didn't, again? It, it, it didn't work in those moments where you absolutely had to have a guy, a, a, a lead guy, CeeDee Lamb didn't establish himself as that receiver until I think five, six games into the season. Odell Beckham gives you a proven commodity. I'm willing to go with a guy like Odell Beckham, knowing damn well what he's what he provides for your team. Now, the other question is, how's the need? The health, all those mm-hmm. things that you just asked. But I also am looking at other free agent wide receivers that's out there. Like well, no, I can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. other free agent wide receivers that's out there. There are some guys out there on the street or, or maybe in the draft that you can go and you can pinpoint that could help this team. The, the, the mistake that we made with Jalen Tolbert, we cannot make with another soul Mm-mm. in the draft. You cannot make that with another soul. But, Nui, they made a mistake last year. Mm-hmm. They made a mistake last year with their overestimation of what the wide receiving core was, and they, can't, they cannot approach this season the same they way. They overestimated two things, what Dak Prescott could do with less and what their wide receiver core was. Because they looked at it and they said, man, we paying the guy 40. You get, get him out there with a CeeDee Lamb or Michael Gallup. Y'all think you underestimated how long it was going to take him to get back to being 100%. And you underestimated all that, and that's how you ended up with the receiving core that you had where Dalton Schultz and CeeDee Lamb were the two guys. Speaking of Dalton Schultz, mm. free agent. Man, loved him. Pay him. He was, I loved Pay him. him. I loved him. Pay you know, Y'all yeah, paying I, him? I'm not going to reset the market with him, but I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm offer him a deal. Because what's the, what's the franchise for, for tight end right now? 11? 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. I, I, I tell him, you know, I tell him, man, it was fun, man. I, you know what? We, I, I love so Dalton you, You're not going to offer him nothing? Nothing. It's God over. Least. It's over. Because we got, we got young guys. Ferguson, we, we got the future's already here. Yeah. God, so, exactly. It ain't the same. I'm just telling no, you. No, no, no. It ain't, it ain't the same. If you're you going to keep Dak Prescott here, okay, it's tough for you to say, I'm going to keep you and then get rid of your – Favorite, best target, and your safety blanket. Get another one. 
Yeah, I mean, it's that easy. <laughs> it's just it's down to where you prioritizing things. So if it, you know, we say we need help in the wide receiver room, we gotta pay somebody up over there. You know, tight end, we got the running back situation. We need an offensive lineman. Then you go on the defensive side, so we need you, some guys in the trenches. This is where you, you prioritize. You, you, got the guy. Guy, you got some guys that you need to, you know. <laughs> you got some guys, but you got you you, you, got, you got you got you got some, you got some ways to free up some, some cap space. Gonna, All right, so let's not let's not act like we, we got we got some some guys. Who, you know, it's sixteen million dollars on your running back. That's got. We just talked about know, how that's got to get cut. But he's the only yeah. one. Yeah, no, right, it so. just, we can't do that. Thirteen million is just not gonna happen. So, how much your line get paid? Hey, ooh, Taco, I think it's 19. Yeah, so, no, so we ain't going So there. if you're talking a franchise tag of $13 million for a tight end and, and a running back tag of, of $10 million, that's, that's potentially $23 million for two spots. Nah, that's tough. And they ain't the top in their position. Mm-mm. Are they top that, three? That's why I go. That's why I'm saying Ferg and Hendershot on my future. That's why I'm going with the tight end position. I mean, and they showed you enough. Ferguson showed you enough throughout the season that dog. He he's like that. Dawson Show showed you enough. Throughout no, no, the no. Season. He showed you that boy. When you scheme him up, he can find those open spaces in that zone. I we was asking. I said, how the hell is he so open? He's the number two receiver on our team. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so- when CD Lamb going to Pro Bowl, being that guy, he's the number two receiver on the team. I'm, how many big time catches? I'm talking about over the shoulder, on the sideline. We said, oh, man, we had no idea that Dak was going to be able to fit that ball in there and how yeah. he was going to catch that. you like, man, that's Dalton Schultz again. All day. I go back to Blake Jarwin. We thought Blake Jarwin was going to be that guy, and then here comes Dalton Schultz here. The Cowboys, in my opinion, have shown you they can develop tight ends. And in a marketplace where you've got limited dollars – and, and question marks across the roster, I'm going to Lunda Wells. I am about to say. Cause and, because and I'm saying Lunda. Yeah, James Hannon them up here before that. So don't, don't be talking about <laughs> developing no damn tight ends. Jay Hannon, wherever you at, Hannon. Because Nui, you're not about to do that. Talking about, yeah, they had Blake Jarwin because they was playing with <laughs> him. They paid him. And then, and then another guy came <laughs> out and, and, and played back. Can I finish? Hannon. Why you just do Hannon like that? Lunda Wells. Y'all laughing because y'all know. I need you to take these two guys, get them to another level, and we're going to go draft another. Par- when Parcells was here, Parcells was all about drafting tight ends. I'm That's what I would do. The connection that you got between Adalta Schultz and Dak Prescott are not easy to find. And I'm not saying it's like a Travis Kelsey and uh, um, Patrick Mahomes. But you're liking but they, it, too. But they, but they have similar, they, but yeah. that, that's the connection that you have to your quarterback. And it's, I, it's hard to find. He's not a Pro Bowl player. I can't spend thirteen million dollars, even if I have to average. No, no, that's a, no, no, no. I said he, I asked uh, Heck if he would offer him something. Heck said no. I, no, I wouldn't. I, I would offer him something. I would, I, if he I, don't I, take it, he don't take it. No, I'm not paying him thirteen million dollars a year. You offered him last year, and it was the same thing. They said, "Hey, look, we, we made him an offer, but he and his agent wanted David and Joku type money. They're like, you know, we don't we don't feel. Yeah, well, yeah, so He'll be back. He'll so. come back. He'll he come back <laughs> when he hit the street. <laughs> he realized that offer was dang good. Mm. He, he'll come back. And if he don't, he don't. But I'm going to offer him something. He's going to the Chargers anyway, man. That is our, yeah, that's, that's our show. That's our man, show. Bring, uh, go ahead and bring him out there. Yeah. K-Mall, get him right. Thank you, Barry Church. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Hector Harris. Thank you, Danny McCrabb. So, hold on, Sorry, D-Mac. James what would, you, what would you offer him, D-Mac? A year. Man, I, I'm not no GM, okay? Uh, I, I don't know. But it's 13 six, million. Five, six. Seven. Five, six a yeah, year? Like hold on, hold on, hold on. So I, t- I told Pollard eight yeah, a year. Y'all, and y'all lamb basted me for that. And now y'all want to tell me. He already got the franchise, though, bro. He, he got franchise one time. Now he got a chance to go out there on the market and see. If, uh, so if you offer him that and nobody else offer him, then he comes back. 
Four, five, six. Yeah, I, you know, I said I'm not a genius. I got to look at the numbers. You tripped. You, I got look you at had Tony Parr five and below. You got the man the Salvation Army. Yeah. Man. No, man. Thrift look, store. You, y'all just let him leave. You ain't going to give him nothing. I'm not trying to insult people. I ain't trying to insult people. We getting him out the Salvation Army yeah, bells. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm starting at. That's what I'm starting at. I found an 86 uh, over here. That's what I'm starting at. Hey, show, hey, hey, it's a negotiation. Come back come back with what you want. Hey, do right? it like they did tomorrow. I'm not paying. Oh, Drop him in the pot. <laughs> we'll talk to you Monday right here on Dallas Cowboys. Get paid, don't. Get paid, Schultz, man. Don't let, don't let them hate on you, bro. Damn. That's tough, boy. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!